Hey, welcome to the Hyperlist Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Martinez. Today we have returning guest, Ian Harowitz. He is out of Philadelphia. They didn't see your hands because now you can do it. You can, now they can see it. See, let me see your hands. <laughs> there we go. If you have not checked out this other episode, please go check it out. We covered real estate, the good, the bad, LPs, GPs, raising money. And today we're covering deal breakdown. We're covering cool, interesting stories. Ian, what is your cool, interesting story you have for us today? We kind of alluded to it in the other episode, but let's let's hear the full story today. Yeah, man. I would say the number one deal that absolutely changed our lives was a 76-unit apartment building that we did during COVID. It was 76 units. Our, we got a phone call from a wholesaler friend of ours, and he called us up and he said, hey, man, I got, I got this 76-unit apartment building. She wants to sell it. I said, okay. And as I'm hanging up the phone, he says, oh, by the way, she wants to own her finance 90% of it. I said, okay, whatever. So hang up the phone and walk over to my business partner's office. I said, hey, Dan, I just got this phone call. They want to, Shane and his partner want to wholesale this 76-unit apartment building. They just want a flat fee. And uh, the owner wants to own her finance 90% of it. He said, no effing way. This is bullshit, whatever. I said, all right, Dan, I'm going to take the meeting. Off I go. I'm going to go do it on my own. He's like, all right, all right, I'll come. So we go and meet with her. And the way we actually got the lead and the reason she wanted to contact us was because we had written a book on what we were doing, Section 8 housing, and what we were doing really well at that time. And she had kept tabs on us online, was kind of, I guess, Facebook stalking us, knew about us. So we sat down and discussed with her about purchasing her facility. Well, she was talking to us and she was talking to two other groups. So we went toward the facility. Now, mind you, this is in August of this is in August of 19. We're touring the facility. We're doing everything. We submit our offer. Well, we wound up. Well, I'm sorry. We submitted the offer. She came back. She had to do best and final. So we said to ourselves, we said, well, how can we pay the most? But keep our keep what we need to do. Well, everyone with owner financing, most people are like, oh yeah, just do a do a, a 30 year note and do this interest rate. So what we did was we started toggling the interest rates and the term. So we were able to give her a better interest rate, a better price, and we carried it out for a 40 year term. Because the other thing she told us in this meeting was I need twenty thousand dollars a month to take care of my mother. It's her property. I want the twenty thousand dollars a month so she can have in care home or in home care while she, you know, she's basically on hospice and I don't want to send her to a nursing home. And I said, so we knew that. So what we did was we toggled the numbers to the point where we had to pay her roughly twenty thousand bucks a month to make that happen for her. So from there, what happened was she didn't actually go with us. She went with another group, which I thought was weird. But what I did was I called her probably a few months later. Now, mind you, we're going into we're going into December, January, somewhere in there. We're getting ready to buy a 34-unit apartment building. We need to raise some capital for it. So I called her up. I said, hey, Judy, I know you're coming into some money. You're probably getting ready to close White House. You want to invest with us? I thought we had a really good conversation. So that's why I was willing to call her. Like We connected on a lot of things. She worked for the police department. We worked for the fire department. You know, We had a lot of similarities. And when I called her that day, she said, no, actually, the deal hasn't closed. The guy that I wanted to go into contract with is playing all kinds of games. He's trying to do some tax saving things because it was on three parcels. It yeah. wasn't going to work. It was all this other crap. And basically, when I called her that day, she said to me, she said, you know what? I think I screwed up and I want to sell 
the property to you and Dan. I said, well, if you're in contract, I don't know if you can legally do that. And she said, I'm actually not in contract. Let me call my lawyer, called her next day, dude, not even 24 hours later, we're in her lawyer's office sitting there like two little schoolgirls. We're like, oh yeah. You know, we're like negotiating all the little terms of it. And we had a signed contract right there. Me and Dan are just like, try not to scream. We're walking out the lawyer's office, like both like giggling and we get out to the truck and we're both like, yes, we did it. We, we got it under contract and we were so ecstatic. And basically from there, it took a few more months to close. We had to do some stuff. We actually had to wind up taking over management for her leading into the purchase. The whole thing was a mess overall, but we, we got the deal done at the height of COVID in June of 2020. Wow. That is a story. Yeah, man. Well, and it gets better. I mean, we, it, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but it does get better. I promise. So, so let, let's jump a little bit into things. So you got the lead off a book. Yeah. So we wrote a book it's called subsidized. It's on Amazon. And basically what happened, I mean, dude, you know, you get all these real estate meetups and whatever else. Everyone's like, Oh, how do you do this? How do you do that? And you just like, at a certain point, you're like, I can't tell everyone the same damn story over and over again. So what I did was I hired a ghostwriter and I told her my whole story, sent her every presentation I ever done. And I said, I want to turn this into a book. And she turned it into a book and now we sell it. Uh, or at the time we were advertising to sell it, uh, to generate some additional leads and capital investors. And ultimately that she saw that and that's what led her to contacting us. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I, I, I'll commend you for following through and just producing that because you don't even know, you did not expect that deal coming in off of that book. I guarantee you, it was just something to get off your chest to, you don't have to talk about that shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a hundred percent. It was like, how can I help the most people without having to talk to every single person? And like podcasting isn't like what it, I mean, dude, we're talking seven years ago, right? Like podcasting is not what it is today where I can just yeah. hop on and tell everybody's story and it's omnipresent and evergreen. That was the best way to do it at that time, you know? Oh, amazing, amazing. So, can you say how a deal ended? Because yeah, so yeah, hundred percent. So basically, that deal was the first deal that we actually raised capital for. We needed a million bucks to do the deal. So I wrote down a list of the hundred people that I thought that had twenty five thousand dollars, and I just called everybody, dude. I mean, I called everybody, and when we did that, we wound up raising the million bucks. And then we operated the facility from June of 20 all the way going into August of 21, September of 21. Right around then, we decided to refinance it. So 16, well, it was like 14 months later, 16 months later. Now, remember, we bought this thing for just shot with 4.95 million. And we put a million bucks in between down payment and getting, you know, doing renovations and cash flow of operations to do all the renovations that we needed to do. And then we got a valuation of $9.8 million and refinanced it for basically 7 million bucks, got a seven figure payday and quit our jobs the next day after we paid out our investors and paid ourselves out. We literally quit the next day and that was it. That deal right there allowed us to quit. And then furthermore, it gets even better. Judy is now one of our biggest capital investors, basically her and her sister split that four and a half million bucks. Her mom had passed. And now basically she has reinvested almost every single dollar of that with us side by side on a bunch of different deals that we've done. And, you know, but that deal there doing the owner financing built that relationship to ultimately trust her to allow us to do more deals together and build that capital base and continue to grow. So they became a mutually beneficial relationship from there on out, you know, because we performed on what we said we were going to perform on to the point that she had the confidence 
to be able to not only own or finance a $5 million building with us, but then actually take her actual cash that most people would just go spend and enjoy and reinvest it with us, which has been to me, the real stamp of approval. No, I, I think the whole, this story is amazing. It's amazing because I, I think the book part of it, you, you had to make the book. Number two, she followed up with you. You followed up with her to yep. kind of renegotiate that deal. A, you did what you say you did. Like this is like years in the making, overnight success, years in the making, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, everybody sees that. Like, oh, I want to do that. I'm like, dude, that was seven years of grinding our asses off. And, and that's, this that's, what one. that's what I'm highlighting. Like this yeah. is, this is deals like this happen over consistency and time. Like yep. you're not, you're not going to do opportunity. You're not going to have opportunities like this. If you're, you're, you're doing it part time. It's just, just to be honest. Yeah, well, and we kind of alluded this into the other episode is like most people take their foot off the accelerator. Like I had a bunch of success and then boom, they're like, I'm comfortable and they don't want to do what it takes to get to the next level. But we all have a responsibility to get to that next level. So I think it's amazing that she's a lender for you, too, because one thing that we're noticing, too, that when you deal with high value individuals, if you do good business, you get repeat business up into including capital. A lot of our sellers are turning to lenders for us too, as well. And I think it's I think it's another highlight is when you do good business, it comes, it circles back to you. Yep, do what you say you're going to do. Be transparent. We talked about it in the other episode. If you do exactly what you say you're going to do, people start to trust you. And like you said, it's like, man, what he told me that he was going to do, he actually did it. You know what? I trust that he says he's going to give me eight percent monthly or ten percent or whatever you guys are offering. Yep. You know, it's like if he says he's going to do it, I trust that it's going to show up. And you know what? If he doesn't, I'm sure he has an answer. And he's going to tell me why it's not showing up and how I'm going to be squared away. And I think that's, I think that's what's important. And people forget that we're here to do the the right thing at all times. And too many people get greedy and say, "Oh, I'll do it on my own," or you know, they're more worried about themselves than they are actually that overall picture, to say the least. Absolutely, man. This has been an amazing, amazing episode. I appreciate you having that story and being consistent enough to produce that story and results because I think it's it's, asp- it's aspirational, inspirational, inspirational, uh, aspirational. I don't know. I'll take it either way. It's a win. It's it's a, it's a big win, and I think I think it inspires. It could have inspired a lot of people just to be consistent. And you you had a job up to that point. You still we were that? career firefighters for the city of Baltimore. Up until that point, we refinanced it. Oh, yeah. When did we refi- We refinanced it early <laughs> September. And I just remember, well, September 28th, seven days after my daughter's birthday, we, we quit. Like, literally, that deal got done. Let the money hit the account. We kind of stared at it for a minute. And I was like, I'm done. I mean, there was some other shit going on. But in the grand scheme of things, that deal put me over the edge. And that was it. And we basically said, listen, man, like, we're each putting five years of our pay away. And if we can't figure out how to make money over the next five years and we shouldn't be in business anyway. And at that point we had already been in business for seven years and we were paying ourselves basically, if not more than what we were making in the fire department. And we said, we'll figure this out. The day we quit, we literally tripled our business over the next 12 months. And yeah, that's how we ended up where we are today with, you know, almost $70 million of real estate. I mean, it's just wild. Like that one deal that we're all working towards. It could be a wholesale deal, a single family deal. It could be anything. There's one deal out there that's going to change your trajectory. And when you find it and you do it, then you figure out how to recreate that. What did you do to get that deal? How do I do that over and over and over and over again? And that's what we look to do every single day. I think I think there's multiple points to that. I think your first deal, because it kind of puts the light of, of uh, the wool over your eyes, you can actually see the opportunity because then you got paid on it. And then there's like the 
the one strategy that accelerates you. And then there's like that one big deal that using that strategy that takes you to the next level and you're off to the races. Hey man, you got to hit singles. If you've, you know, you're not swinging, hitting in the batter's box. If you're not swinging at pitches, you can't hit a home run, dude. Right. Like, or Wayne Gretzky, you, you can't what score a goal or whatever, shoot, miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. You've got to get out there and do it. How many people, you know, sit on the sidelines, that aren't willing to swing the bat. And again, if we never did our first deal, there's no way we could have ever done this deal out of the gates, let alone ever being in business, right? Like it's just, it's just a home run of a deal. And I'm so appreciative of what Judy did for us and how we were able to get that deal done. And, you know, there's something bigger in the universe. I'm not a God person, but something, whatever's out there was looking out for us and it worked out the way it was supposed to. Where can people find you online? I got equitywarehouse.com. Mention your podcast, mention your book. Let's let's spread the love. Hopefully yeah, man. Want some information. Equitywarehouse.com. You can check out how we co-invest with our friends and family. You can find us on all the social sites at Equity Warehouse. I do the most on Inst- Instagram, the most communicative. If you want to DM, always happy to chat to anyone. We have a podcast. It's called Real Estate Reserve Podcast. We just bring on real people and talk about real things. And finally, if you want to check out that first book that we wrote, and I might never write another book because it takes a lot of work, but it is on Amazon. It's called Subsidized, a guide to government, yeah, subsidized, a guide to government funded rentals or something along those lines. It's a red cover. Check it out. It's a good book. And if nothing else, if you're not going to do Section 8, it talks a lot about what to do in your rentals or not to do in your rentals to not have headaches. And we did pour a lot of blood set and t- sweat and tears in there and you can really get how we were thinking early on in our investing careers and hopefully it can help get you going in the right direction there you go thanks for coming on ian go check them out please go check out the other episode if, if you like this one go check out the other one uh we'll see you the next time thanks for tuning in thanks again have a great day